This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 762, 20 Key Questions on Motivation and Habits Answered, part one by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Thursday, welcome back, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I simply read to you every single day of the year, including weekends and holidays. Before we get to today's post, big thanks to Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes and no judgments. For a special offer just for you, visit Talkspace.com old and use the code old to get $30 off your first month and show your support for the show. Talkspace, it's therapy for how we live today. Now, I usually don't start a new day or article from an author I just narrated the day before but I know there's a really good chance you enjoy posts from Zen Habits. I know that because I pulled my mailing list two days ago. And this one answers a lot of questions I hear. So with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. 20 Key Questions on Motivation and Habits Answered, Part 1 by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Quote, Habits are at first cobwebs, then cables. Spanish proverb. It's that time of year when people start thinking about their lives, their goals, their habits, and how to change everything for the better. As always, I'm here to help if I can. Today I've answered 20 questions from your fellow readers who submitted them via the Zen Habits Twitter stream. I don't claim to be perfect, but have learned a lot about habits and motivation in the last four or five years of habit changes. I share some of what I've learned with a caveat, of course, that what works for me might not work for you. I hope it helps, nevertheless. Number one, how do you motivate yourself to get work done after trying many things and failing over and over again? Motivation is first just about taking that first step, just getting excited about something enough to get started. Then it's about focusing on enjoying what you're doing right now instead of worrying about how you're going to get to a destination. You also need to forget about your failures or at least a part of them that gets you discouraged. Take away from your failures a lesson about what obstacles stand in your way and leave behind any bad feelings. Those are in the past. Focus on right now and how fun the activity is right now. Number two, what moved you to first start the change into the Leo we know today? What was your very first step? We're the sum of all we've done in the past from childhood on. So there's no one thing that led me to the person I am or the life I'm living. However, I can definitely say that quitting smoking was a turning point for me for a couple of reasons. One, it showed me that I could successfully change a habit, which I had no confidence in before that, after failing a number of times. And two, I learned a lot of successful habit change principles from quitting smoking, which I applied to all future habit changes. See my book, The Power of Less, for details. Number three, Why do we willfully and consciously engage in self-destructive habits while ignoring our better judgment? I don't think this has been fully answered, but in my view, it's that we don't rationally weigh the risks versus costs. When we smoke, we think it's too hard to quit, too painful over the few weeks it takes to quit, cost, but it's not properly weighed against the risks of not quitting, major illnesses, suffering for years, early death, incredible expenses for cigarettes and hospitalization, etc. The same is true of unhealthy eating. Not eating the junk food is too hard, 
but the risk of eating it is obesity, health problems, self-esteem issues, high medical bills, gym costs if we wanna get back into shape, years of suffering, etc. The pain of quitting is now, while the pain of continuing is much later, and so it doesn't seem too bad. So the answer is to replace a bad habit with a good habit that you enjoy immensely and focus on that enjoyment right now rather than the pain. Number four, what is your favorite low-tech and high-tech way to track progress on your habits? I've tried lots of high-tech trackers from Joe's Goals to the Daily Plate to the Daily Mile to Fit Day, but my current favorite is Datum. It's really easy to enter data and you can display it publicly in many useful ways. People can look at my datum and see how I'm doing, and that motivates me to keep going. As for low-tech solutions, my favorite is a Moleskine notebook. Easy to carry around, nice to use. Number five, how can I become a morning person? I feel it's a key to success. While I intentionally became an early riser and I love it, it's not really a key to success. It's one way to find the time to pursue your dreams, and it's the way I chose, but I know night owls, famously Tim Ferriss, who find they're much more productive in the middle of the night. Find what works best for you. But to answer your question, do it slowly five minutes earlier each morning and do something enjoyable with your extra time. Focus on how wonderful the time of day is, how enjoyable the activity, and not how much you're suffering because it's too early. You'll learn to love it and you'll adjust over time. Number six, If for a moment you start to feel overwhelmed by the complexities of life, how do you simplify to get where you want to be? Take a deep breath and let all the chaos and frustration flow out of you. Focus not on all the things you need to do or that are coming up or that have happened, but on what you're doing right now. And just focus on doing one thing right now. I would take a walk, get some fresh air, and get some perspective. Try to think about what's most important to you, what your perfect life would be like, what your perfect day would look like. Then, one small step at a time, start making it happen. What's standing in the way? What can you change right now? What can you change tomorrow? What long-term changes can you start making? Declutter the area around you a little at a time, or all at once if you can find the free time and energy. Cut back on how much you're doing, which will mean telling people who expect things of you that you just can't do those things because you have too much on your plate. Number seven. What's the habit requiring the least effort that makes the greatest difference? This will sound trite, but I'd say positive thinking. It's not the easiest habit as it requires you to start listening to your self-talk and start telling yourself positive things instead of negative ones. But it's the one thing that'll make the greatest difference because it will enable all other habit changes. It has really made a huge difference in my life and I think it's a vital component to any plan to change your life. Number eight. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled 20 Key Questions on Motivation and Habits Answered by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And thank you to my sponsor for today, Talkspace. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. If you can't imagine fitting anything else into your life, try it. It's as easy as sending your therapist a message. Get something off your chest whenever you need to, like everyday challenges at work or home, 
or just chat about life. There are no extra commutes anywhere, no leaving the office, and no judgments. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com old and use the code old to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's the code OLD and Talkspace.com OLD. That will do it for today. Hope you're having a great week. Thank you for being here and I'll see you tomorrow where we'll continue this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.